0: Welcome to Beyond Money, the podcast where we dive deep into the technologies and business models changing the world. Quick disclaimer, nothing I say in this podcast is financial advice and I suggest you all do your own due diligence whenever making any investment decision. With that said, let's start the show. Today, we're going to talk about Bitcoin, the digital asset changing the way the world stores and exchanges value. Our current financial system is outdated and flawed and Bitcoin offers a unique solution that solves all of our system's current problems. In this podcast, I'll cover why Bitcoin is the best way to store value when compared to other asset classes, and why Tesla bought over $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. Additionally, I'll describe how Bitcoin has the potential to be not just the world's store of value, but the world's currency as well. At the end, I'll give my long-term price targets for Bitcoin, and trust me, That'll be worth hearing. If you're ready to pack your Bitcoin moon bags, hold tight, because I believe Bitcoin is going to Mars and beyond. Here we go. First, we have to talk about how our current system is flawed. This way, we can understand Bitcoin's fundamental advantages. Bitcoin has no value if it isn't solving any problems. So what problems is it solving? First of all, our current financial system is slow, expensive, and inefficient. We saw this firsthand in the past couple weeks with the GameStop and Robinhood debacle. I have two podcasts diving deep into the mechanics of the system and what caused everything to start breaking, so if you're interested, give them a quick listen. Simply put, our current system doesn't transfer information and assets instantly. There's a delay, sometimes up to three days, due to the centralization of the entire system. Firms like banks and clearing firms take up to three days to settle transactions, causing all kinds of problems during times of high volatility in stocks. Like we saw this past week, the current financial infrastructure or plumbing gets clogged, creating intense problems. Robinhood had to raise billions of dollars overnight to avoid going bankrupt. This shouldn't be happening in 2021. So we know our current system is slow, but how is it expensive? While our current system is cheap domestically, things can get very expensive when sending money internationally. I can Venmo a friend across the country, and they get their money in their bank account in one to three days, for free. However, when it comes to sending someone in India money, forget it. That'll cost you 10 to 25% in wire transfer fees, and it takes weeks to get there. Firms like Western Union take their cut, and foreign exchange fees are, For converting my dollars to Indian rupees also eats into the money. At the end of the day, international money transfer firms and banks make loads of money off of foreign exchange and transfer fees. Why would they support Bitcoin, a technology that replaces the need for their existence? Information can already be sent anywhere in the world instantly. Take an iMessage, for example. I can send a message from Rome to California, and that piece of information travels through the internet in seconds. I want to explain to you how there is no difference between an iMessage being sent and Bitcoin being sent. Both are pieces of information existing on the internet, being transferred across the world digitally. The difference is Apple charges you nothing, yet banks will charge you hundreds to thousands of dollars depending on how much money. If it sounds like robbery, well, it is. Bitcoin changes all of this and truly creates a borderless, fast, and cheap way to send money around the world. A Bitcoin transaction may cost pennies and will arrive in 20 minutes or less. Compare that to the current system where costs are rampant and it takes weeks. It's clear which system is better, and it's not banks. Lastly, we have to talk about security. We all need money to survive. So being able to access the money we own is essential. Turns out, our current system has some serious security flaws that put you and your money at risk. Banks can be hacked, but more importantly, banks can go out of business or freeze your account. Imagine you need money for food or rent, yet your bank has frozen your checking account. How are you supposed to access your money? This example shows you how in the current financial system, You don't actually have control of your own money. The bank does. At any moment, a bank could freeze your account due to any number of reasons, and you have no way of accessing your money. Don't you deserve 100% freedom in access to your money at any time? It's your money. You earned it, not the bank. Well, with Bitcoin, the individual truly has the power over their own money. I won't get into detail here, But depending on how you store and hold your Bitcoin, you, the individual, truly do have access to your Bitcoin at any time, anywhere. No bank, government, or anyone could ever prevent you from accessing your hard-earned money. Bitcoin truly does empower the individual, whereas in the current system, the central institutions call the shots. So we've covered the flaws in the current system. Why is Bitcoin better? And how does it work? Is Bitcoin secure? or since it lives on the internet, can it be hacked too? Let's find out. It all starts with the technology Bitcoin is built on. Bitcoin is built upon a technology called blockchain, a network of computers and code that runs independently of any company, country, or government. No one institution controls Bitcoin or determines its future. This blockchain operates by the network of computers coming to a consensus This occurs when every computer in the network agrees that something is true, and when this occurs, the blockchain then executes the command. Let me give you an example of when this would happen with Bitcoin. First of all, all information on the blockchain is public. Every person using the blockchain has an address, which is basically a 34 character long string made up of random numbers and letters. Each address on the blockchain is perfectly unique. Blockchains are also completely transparent, yet anonymous too. Anyone can see exactly how much money is at each address in the blockchain, but no one can see who is the owner of each address. This is really important, as it allows for privacy while having ultimate freedom. Let me give you an example. Let's say I'm trying to send one bitcoin to a friend across the world. First. My friend gives me his unique Bitcoin address, the list of numbers and letters, and I enter that into any software program that allows me to send Bitcoin, such as Coinbase, Square's Cash App, or any other crypto wallet. I enter that I want to send one Bitcoin and press send. Now behind the scenes, a lot of complex computing is going on. First, the Bitcoin blockchain verifies that I indeed do have one Bitcoin in my possession. If this is false, the transaction never occurs. Assuming I do have enough Bitcoin, then the blockchain begins the process of transferring my Bitcoin from my Bitcoin address to my friends. The way this happens is quite magical. First, the blockchain network starts solving incredibly complicated math problems. This is called mining. What happens is, at any given time, there are thousands to millions of transactions occurring on the blockchain at all times. Transactions are completed in blocks or groups of 500. The way a block is mined is by these computers completing the complex mathematical problems. Once the math problems are solved, the block is confirmed and all 500 transactions are completed. What this means is the transactions are recorded publicly on the blockchain and everyone can see that my Bitcoin address sent one Bitcoin to my friend's address. The blockchain is also sometimes referred to as a digital record, as anyone could in theory look at every single transaction that's ever occurred on the blockchain. This is the beauty of blockchain, perfectly transparent and keeping a perfect digital record of everything that has occurred. Now, how long does this whole transaction and mining process take? Well, the entire transaction takes about 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how many computers are mining at any given time. In this example, I just sent one Bitcoin across the world in about 20 minutes. Now I'll pay a fee to do this, usually about half a percent of the transaction total, which is still dramatically lower than what the current financial system offers. Now, you may ask, why do people spend so much money on computers to mine Bitcoin? How do the miners make money? Well, it turns out every time a Bitcoin block of transactions is mined, the miners get a reward. That reward is 6.25 bitcoins per block or about $250,000 or so based on current prices. This way, the miners get compensated for confirming transactions for the network. Hey, Jarrett, why are the math problems that these miners need to solve so complicated? Well, it has to do with keeping the network secure. The more computing power on the network, the more secure the overall blockchain is. If the math problems were super easy then not a lot of computing power would be needed to mine Bitcoin. Back in the early days, this was the case. People could mine Bitcoin with their laptops. But with every Bitcoin block that is mined, the math problems get slightly more difficult. This way, the network increases in security the more it is used, a great long-term innovation. The reason more computing power on the network is better is because it prevents the blockchain from being hacked. To put Bitcoin's computing power into context, in 2017, around the $20,000 peak, the overall computing power of the network was 50 million terahashes per second. Now, it's over 150 million terahashes per second, a threefold increase in overall network security. However, in theory, the blockchain can still be hacked, but it's incredibly difficult now to do. The only way a blockchain can be hacked is by something called a 51% attack. What this means is when one computer has 51% of the computing power of the entire network, that computer can rewrite the records of the blockchain, essentially reversing transactions. In theory, this computer could then send all the Bitcoin from other addresses to its own, essentially stealing everyone's money. Now, this has never happened in the history of Bitcoin, and given the size of the network currently, this would be impossible unless there's a massive breakthrough in quantum computing and this quantum computer were used solely for the purpose of attacking the Bitcoin blockchain. However, if another quantum computer joined the network to mine Bitcoin, this would essentially be impossible since the one quantum computer would no longer have 51% of the entire network's computing power. I hope this all makes sense as Bitcoin is incredibly complicated to understand. This is what makes it so exciting though, as it truly is a revolutionary technology once you understand it. Before I dive into the bullish thesis, I want to cover the main risk factor relating to Bitcoin. While Bitcoin was the first blockchain and cryptocurrency to ever exist, plenty of other cryptocurrencies have been invented that are technologically superior in certain aspects. There are cryptocurrencies that are faster, transferring globally practically instantly, and there are cryptocurrencies that are perfectly stable, pegged to the US dollar. Many people believe it's possible that a better cryptocurrency comes along and replaces Bitcoin. While this could theoretically happen, I believe it's highly unlikely. First, cryptocurrencies with superior blockchains have existed for a while now, yet Bitcoin has continued to thrive. In my opinion, if a cryptocurrency were to replace Bitcoin because it was technology superior, it would have happened already. Additionally, no cryptocurrency ever invented has a more secure blockchain than Bitcoin. Given Bitcoin's massive size relative to other cryptocurrencies, It makes its blockchain dramatically more secure. Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency ever, and it is my opinion that Bitcoin will forever stay the gold standard of cryptocurrency. This is because people trust Bitcoin to always exist and be secure, similar to the way people have trusted gold for millennia. Bitcoin is the most secure out of all the cryptocurrencies and has the longest track record of security, and this is something no cryptocurrency can take away from Bitcoin. The only way bitcoin can be replaced is if something happened to cause people to lose their trust in bitcoin's blockchain. A catastrophic hack may do this, but as I talked about earlier, this is incredibly difficult and getting more difficult with every passing day. Now with the risks of bitcoin covered, let's talk about what makes bitcoin so special. My main bullish thesis for bitcoin is based upon bitcoin becoming a long-term store of value, similar to gold. People have been storing their wealth in gold for millennia, giving it its high price. Gold's only real utility is its use in electronics and jewelry. Now, why is it still so expensive then? It has to do with trust. People trust that gold will hold its value, so they invest their money into it. The more people that trust gold will hold its value, the more valuable it becomes. Economics 101, Supply and Demand Gold has the highest price per all the metals, because people are simply demanding more of it to store their wealth. It really is this simple. Plenty of other metals are shiny, are more scarce, or have way more use cases. But since people trust that gold will hold its value and invest their money into it, it keeps gold's price artificially inflated relative to other metals. I have a belief, however, that over the coming years and decades, people will start to believe that Bitcoin is a better store of value than gold, and Bitcoin will ultimately replace gold As the store of wealth. Let me dive deep into why I believe this. The purpose of savings is to store your wealth over years, decades, and even centuries. Savings is not spending money. This is what checking accounts are for. The ideal savings instrument would be scarce, easily transferable to spending money, and appreciate significantly over the long run. Gold only does one of these three things, whereas Bitcoin satisfies all three of these criteria. Bitcoin is the most scarce asset in the universe, with 21 million Bitcoin ever to exist. When compared to gold, the total supply of gold has increased about 4% every year. And if asteroid mining ever becomes a thing, which it will, the entire supply and demand dynamics for gold will be completely destroyed, causing its price to crater. When huge amounts of gold are mined from space, your piece of gold is no longer worth as much. Next. Bitcoin can easily be sold into any form of paper currency on any number of exchanges globally. Gold, you have to take it to a local gold dealer where you're most likely to get a bad deal and not the true value of the gold in its weight. Lastly, Bitcoin has increased dramatically in value since its inception, going from practically nothing to over $47,000 at the time of this recording. Gold has done pretty well too rising from less than $100 in 1973 to almost $2,000 today per ounce. Not bad, but nothing compared to the returns Bitcoin has enjoyed. Another advantage Bitcoin has over gold is that it's digital and can be easily transferred around the world, free of any interference or government restriction. Gold is heavy, and it's expensive to send a gold bar around the world, regardless of whether or not this is even legal. Okay, Jared we get that Bitcoin's fundamentally better at being a savings instrument than gold. What about cash? It never fluctuates in value, so it's perfect for savings. Not so fast. As you'll now learn, cash is like an ice cube, slowly losing its value over time to become virtually worthless. Let me give you an example. In the 1920s, if you had $10,000 in the bank, you would have been one of the wealthiest individuals in America. A diamond ring would only cost you a few dollars, a gallon of milk only a few pennies. Nowadays, in 2021, each of these items can cost 100 to 1000 times as much. That man would no longer be rich when compared to others. Why is this? Well, one word, inflation. Inflation can be explained by some simple economics 101. Since the 1920s, the total supply of money has been increasing. As more and more dollars enter circulation, the value of each individual dollar goes down. It's a small and silent effect year to year, but devastating over the long term. And the sad thing is, the rate of inflation is actually increasing rapidly as of recent. The total money supply has increased almost 25 times since 1975. And the money supply has increased almost five times since 2007. And it's all because of one thing, money printing from central banks. Remember the 2008 financial crisis and the massive bailouts to banks? That was all from the Federal Reserve printing massive amounts of money into circulation and handing it into the banks. In 2020, we saw the pandemic ravage Wall Street, causing the fastest market drop in history. This caused the Federal Reserve to step in once again, printing trillions of dollars and increasing the money supply 70% in this one year alone. It is my belief that with every forthcoming crisis, the central banks of the world will continue to print money out of thin air at a faster and faster rate, further devaluing the money we work so hard for. Now, how do we protect against inflation? By investing in great assets, as great assets appreciate over time and outpace inflation, growing your wealth over decades and generations. It's no surprise that despite one of the worst economic crises of our time, stock markets, real estate, as well as other asset classes have seen amazing returns. This is because people are converting their paper currencies into assets because they know that it's being devalued at a rapidly increasing rate. Why Bitcoin is a great investment for the long term to protect your hard earned money is because of the way it's designed. 21 million Bitcoin is the maximum amount that can ever exist. There is no way to print more Bitcoin into existence after it's all been mined. The dollar, the Federal Reserve can print an infinite amount. There is no limit. More houses can always be built companies can always issue more shares of stock people can always mine more metals bitcoin it truly is the only scarce asset to ever exist making it the perfect inflation protection i believe this is the main reason why tesla bought over 1.5 billion dollars in bitcoin they realize that cash is a slowly melting ice cube and since they don't need all the cash they have for day-to-day operations it's best to store a portion of their money into an asset that will be protected against inflation. I believe this is the sole reason why Tesla, Square, and many other companies are starting to store a portion of their cash assets into Bitcoin. If we all know the central banks are going to continue to print money, further devaluing our currency, why should we hold onto this asset for the long term? Tesla simply made the easy decision to protect some of their assets from inflation. So now we know Bitcoin is a great store of wealth for the long term. What about its use as a currency? Well, while it surely does have the potential to be a global currency, this is much less likely. Let's break it down. The number one problem with Bitcoin becoming a currency is its volatile price movements. I can't accept payment in Bitcoin when the Bitcoin I receive from you may decline 40% overnight. If I have $1,000 in Bitcoin and my rent is due tomorrow, I need to ensure that I'll have enough to pay rent. However, since Bitcoin is still volatile and could crash 10. 20, even 50% overnight, that puts its use as a currency in jeopardy. My $1,000 in Bitcoin could only be $700 tomorrow morning, and if my rent was $900, it looks like I can't afford rent. This is the largest problem currently, with Bitcoin becoming a global currency. However, all is not lost. Believe it or not, the US dollar fluctuates on a daily basis as well, sometimes as much as 1%. However, since these daily fluctuations are minute, it doesn't affect day-to-day prices of goods or services. The U.S. dollar doesn't fluctuate as much as Bitcoin because there's so much more value locked up in U.S. dollars. Stocks, houses, cars, mortgages, and all kinds of assets and debt are priced in U.S. dollars, making the total value locked into the dollar system astronomical. It's estimated that this number is around $924 trillion to $1.2 quadrillion to 1200000000000000 dollars depending on how you measure things. It takes an immense amount of buying or selling to move the value of a system that large. Bitcoin's total value is only about $880 billion. So it's much easier for a system less than one one thousandth the size of the dollar system to fluctuate. Taking the same principle of the dollar system and its stability, we can now foresee a possible scenario for Bitcoin to become a global currency. Not only does Bitcoin become more secure the more people use it, But as Bitcoin increases in value, its price also becomes more stable. In the early days, Bitcoin commonly would double or triple rapidly, only to decline 90% shortly after. While Bitcoin is still volatile when compared to other assets, it's dramatically less volatile than it used to be. The second requirement Bitcoin needs to fulfill in order to become a currency is that it needs to be easily redeemable for goods or services. While we can't buy items on Amazon with Bitcoin, I believe that one day this will easily be possible. Tesla just announced that they will start accepting Bitcoin as payment for their vehicles. And Mastercard, one of the largest credit card companies in the world, is starting to let merchants accept payment in Bitcoin. These two companies are only the beginning in my opinion. If Bitcoin can continue to grow in size, therefore becoming more stable, Bitcoin will be a great contender to be a global currency. It'll be relatively stable it'll be easily usable to buy goods and services all over the globe, not just in any one given country. It is my belief that all money in value should be able to be transferred anywhere in the world instantly, anonymously, and digitally. Unfortunately, banks and governments in the current financial system create barriers to a truly global capitalistic society where anyone can pay anyone in the world for a good or service. Bitcoin, however, has the potential to let this truly capitalistic future become a reality. Let's get to the fun part and calculate how much Bitcoin could be worth in the long run based upon two scenarios, strictly as a store of value or gold 2.0 and as the world's global currency. Let's run the numbers. The total value of all the gold on Earth is estimated to be around $8 trillion. At Bitcoin's current value of around $880 billion, This means that if Bitcoin were to replace gold as a store value, which I believe it will, Bitcoin will ultimately be worth at least $430,000, an almost 10x increase from today's current price. I'll take a 10x any day. If Bitcoin is the global world currency, things get extremely exciting. Well, I believe this is dramatically less likely, it's still possible. So let's see what it would be worth. Adding up the entire value of all global stock markets, which is around $100 trillion. And adding in the global money supply of around $100 trillion. Adding in the global real estate market of about $225 trillion. And lastly, adding in the global derivatives market, which is around $700 trillion to $1.5 quadrillion. Adding all of these up, we get a grand total of at least $1.12 quadrillion leading to a Bitcoin price of at least $63 million per coin. That would be an over 1,000x increase from current prices. Ridiculous, I know. All of those numbers came from a MarketWatch research article I found, by the way. Now, in my opinion, I don't think the global currency outcome is likely. However, I do think Bitcoin will be adopted as a currency in certain places, especially where inflation is terrible. This is why I personally believe Bitcoin's long-term price will fall somewhere between 1 to 5 million by the end of this century. I'll be happy to be wrong, but trying to be more realistic. Regardless, I believe Bitcoin is tremendously undervalued and has a ridiculous amount of upside potential for the long term. Join me and load the boat, as I believe Bitcoin is going to Mars and beyond. Thank you all for listening today. I hope you were entertained and learned something new. If you wouldn't mind, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at beyond money Pod. I'd love any feedback, questions you have, or ideas for future podcasts you'd love to hear. I hope you all have a fantastic day, and thank you for listening to Beyond Money. The lake, 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 the lake.